Hey, Kevin here, Skylabs, bringing you another video. Definitely gonna be a fun one. In this video, we're gonna go over the age old question of, am I ready for an upgrade? Do I need an upgrade? And in all honesty, this really is a question that only you can answer. However, I think in the next 10 or 15 minutes, I might be able to give you a little bit of perspective considering we have this question on a daily basis with customers asking the same thing. And just so we're on the same page, let's talk about exactly what a turntable has to do in order to recreate that music in an analog format. It is mind blowing. And first, you have to have a motor that's going to turn a platter at a perfect 33 and a third RPM because one or 2% of deviation and when somebody holds out a long note in a piece of music, it's going to start to detune. And you're not going to like that. Nobody likes that. You then take a flat record that has a bunch of really tiny grooves, and then you set that on the platter. Now you get a microscopic diamond stylus that is literally going to ride inside of those grooves and grab all those vibrations, turn it into a voltage, and then it's going to send that out of the turntable through a tone arm that has to be literally more fluid than water. Because if there are any hangups, bindings, if that gimbal is not moving perfectly freely, it is really going to diminish the sound and the quality of that vinyl record playback. That tone arm has to be fluid. That stylus has to be agile and grabbing all those little details and nuances of every note that the musician played. And then it has to send it to an amplifier to get amplified so it can be heard by a human. This still today is mind blowing to me. And if that isn't crazy enough, there are a lot of people that are really deep into the audiophile hi-fi world that truly believe that vinyl records, this format that's been around forever, can provide a sonic experience that equals or is better than what the greatest engineers of our modern time have been able to come up with. And I'm not saying they're right or wrong. This isn't about vinyl versus digital or analog versus digital. There are just enough very smart people that put a lot of time and money into this hobby to get the best vinyl reproduction they can get. And there are enough of them out there that will argue that that experience is better than the digital experience. Again, that's really up for you to decide, but you have to, you have to at least acknowledge the amount of people that feel this strongly about this format. And for that, and because you're watching this video, you're looking to maybe upgrade your turntable and let's go over a few levels, see where you're at and see if you are due for an upgrade. So with that, let's talk about our first level. And the first level is my run, don't walk, throw that thing away. You've gotten your enjoyment out of it. It's a toy. It's a suitcase record player. You can usually pick these up for 60 to $90, somewhere in there. And in my opinion, as somebody, let me start over. I really try and make sure I don't offend anybody out there watching these videos or their equipment because my opinion 
is no better than anybody's opinion when it comes to what they like to hear, period, end of story. Nobody can tell you what you like to hear. However, those suitcase record players are not a representation of what vinyl records sound like. Those suitcase record players with the plastic tone arms, the plastic gimbals, they're just like the Donnie and Marie or the Michael Jackson toy record players that came out in the 70s and 80s. It's still the same price point. It's the same thing. If you got one as a gift, that was very nice of the person for giving you that. It got you to the point where you're looking at upgrading your turntable, but you are absolutely 100% due for a turntable upgrade. I won't mix my words on this. This is a hill I'm willing to die on. There's not a lot of them out there. I am, but portable suitcase record players, uh, I'll take the sword on the hill on that one. It's really too bad too, because we actually lose out on quite a bit of revenue every holiday season. We get people come in and they want to buy a portable first time toy record player. And I have access to them through one of our distributors and the margins are amazing, but I'm not selling them. I'm just, I just don't want to be a part of that because of all the times we've gotten phone calls of those things lasting a month or two months and knowing how bad that stylus is on there, it's just nothing I want to be a part of. I really truly love this hobby and therefore it's just not worth it to me to make a buck to sell Crosley Cruisers. I mean, that's just me. Not trying to be holier than thou. At all. And this two to $500 level really is the entry level, in my opinion. While these turntables are gonna have entry level cartridges, they're usually good cartridges. The baseline's kind of the Audio-Technica 3600, it seems like. They also won't have the greatest isolation or the ability to keep outside resonances out. However, these are still really good turntables, especially when you start getting up into the $500 range. I've owned several two to $500 turntables over the years and was more than content owning them. I was very happy with the sound of these. There's nothing wrong with staying in this position forever. They're not going to hurt your records. You're really getting close at this point to hearing what a vinyl record can really do. As there are some great turntables in this price range, brand new even from, you know, U-Turn and Fluence and Project, Audio-Technica. And maybe you've had one of these for a while and it's really allowed you to dig deep into this hobby. And that's great. That's what these turntables are for. If that is you and you are thinking about going up a level, there are a couple things to think about in this price point, mainly that, you know, when you buy one of these turntables, these new turntables, you get a couple year warranty on them. Really, after that warranty is up, this is when you might want to start looking at upgrading the turntable in that these turntables at this price point are absolutely worth just some general maintenance, replacing the stylus, putting a new belt on it, um, maybe even upgrading the feet a little bit. They're worthy of that. But down the road a little ways, you're not going to want to put, you know, a hefty repair into a turntable at this price point. So if at this point that entry-level turntable has done its job, it's allowed you to experience the awesome world of vinyl records, you've bought some of your favorite albums, you've added them to your collection, you're probably ready to move on. And the next level is probably the sweet spot, at least for me, 
I do think a lot of other people as well. And this would be the $500 to $2,000 range. There are a lot of really good turntables in this price category. And really, once you get out of this one, you start hitting those diminishing returns pretty dang quick. This is definitely the biggest bang for your buck category. New turntables at this price point really start stepping up the cartridge that's already installed, the isolation, the creature comforts, the fit, the finish, everything about these. These are, I think they're sold as kind of a 10 or 20 year table. These are turntables with the intention that you've been doing your research, you've been eyeballing this turntable for a while, you've dreamed about it while you're listening to your current turntable. This is a really good level to be at to hear what vinyl records really are capable of doing. You've got automatics, you've got manuals, you've got belt drives, you've got direct drives, you've got linear tracking, you've got really overbuilt turntables that are really heavy, you've got nice belt turntables with a lot of suspension, even the vintage turntables by Marantz and Pioneer, some of those big flagship Pioneers sit in this category, and new turntables by Rega or Riga, Thorns, VPI. There are a lot of really good companies out there that manufacture turntables in this $500 to $2,000 range that really focus on making turntables. And just because you get to this level doesn't mean that turntable has to be your forever turntable. There are a lot of lateral moves you can make within this level and just to try out different brands, manufacturers. And at this level, you are at a price point where maybe a little bit more of an extensive repair is justified. This is also the level I started experimenting with more expensive cartridges. Cartridges that I thought that tone arm could do justice with. You know, you don't want to put a thousand dollar cartridge or stylus on a two or three hundred dollar turntable. You can, you know, there's nothing wrong with any of it, but you just don't want to bottleneck yourself. But when you get to this caliber, in my opinion, I do think it's time to start looking at some nicer phono cartridges like, you know, a moving coil or a high-end moving magnet or something that's capable of really getting deep into those grooves, producing those nuanced frequencies, and you getting the benefit from it. Again, this is kind of my sweet spot. I think from here, you start getting, you know, really minor improvements and paying a lot of money for those really minor improvements. I'm not super familiar with the really high-end stuff, you know, anything over two grand. I don't have any new turntables that are worth more than $2,000. So once you get past the sweet spot, unfortunately, I'm not much help to you. And I'll admit that. I'm happy in my sweet spot. I don't think I ever need to get out of there and go any further than that. So hopefully I was able to give you something maybe you hadn't thought of yet. You know, there's a lot of things that I don't think about on a daily basis. And then, you know, I go to make a video and I kind of have to deep dive into some of this stuff. It really makes me think about my journey with records and turntables, uh, where I've gone, where I've been. I've done all the stupid things everybody else has. I actually didn't learn how to set the tracking force on a turntable until about 15 years ago, 10 years ago. And I've owned turntables all my life. I used to just kind of move the counterweight until it tracked okay and then that was it. I had no idea that 
a cartridge had a specific weight that it was supposed to track at. I never cleaned my stylus. I never had a brush. I used to just wait for a big ball to pile up or hear some distortion out of one channel. And then I'd walk over and I'd pull the fuzz bunny off the stylus and set it back down on the record. So I think the majority of people out there, you know, we all had our, our suitcase record player. I had a Donnie and Marie Osmond one. I'm not kidding. That literally maybe been my first turntable I ever had. Actually, my sister and I shared it and I just moved up from there. I think the majority of us go through this progression. If your current turntable is failing you, that's an obvious reason to upgrade. But don't forget the lateral moves too. I've made a lot of lateral moves that seemed like huge improvements to me. You know, whether it was going from you know, a direct drive to a belt drive or an idler drive, it doesn't matter. Even though they were valued the same way, they seemed like a big improvement to me. I think that's what a lot of people look for sometimes. They're not dissatisfied. They're just ready to try something new and live with something new. And because turntables are so interactive, which very few things are in this world anymore, you want to make sure that, you know, you have synergy, you know, uh, ohm with your turntable because you're going to be interacting with it a lot if you're using it and you won't be using it very much if you don't like the way it feels when you're using it trust me i've been there i've had janky turntables that you don't even want to touch because they feel like they're going to break or you know i just don't like the ergonomics i don't like where the levers are i don't like the way they feel that is a thing that is a real thing and while somebody might love it, the way it operates and the way it feels to use, other people might not. It's no different than vinyl records versus digital. It's the same thing. We're not all the same. We all like different things. Thank God. Thank you to everybody that purchased Grado headphones last week. We actually sold out. I really appreciate that. We do have more SR60s coming in stock. Christmas is ramping up. I wouldn't doubt it if the next couple videos are on the short side. We are neck deep in just the daily ongoings of Skylab. So thank you for all your support out there. Most of you haven't subscribed and um, that's really common for YouTube channels. We're not unnormally low on the amount of views per subscribers, but if you want to help support the channel, that is an excellent way to do so without having to spend any money. Just click the subscribe button, like, give us a comment. I appreciate all the good ones. Sometimes my fragile self-conscious self, -conscious self um, doesn't deal too well with the, the negative ones, but for the most part, everybody's really good out there. So we'll see if the suitcase record clan comes out in full force on this one. Otherwise, hope everybody has an excellent holiday and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you. <laughs>